Welcome to another exciting episode of Look at My Records. I'm here with Pinky, a.k.a. Hey. Lindsay. That's your real name. That's right. How'd you come up with that lovely name? <laughs> Pinky? Yeah. Well, I, I like made this old song that I hate now on my friend's tape machine. And at the end, I was like, my Pinky. Like, because it hurt. Because I was playing too many fucking weird chords. And then I was like, oh, Pinky, that would be a weird band name. And then I looked it up, and there wasn't really any Pinky band name. But the way I used to spell it was P-I-N-K-Y. And I had to uh, change that up. Because <laughs> that was already a porn star's name. That was like... Interesting. That's all you found when you would search that spelling, P-I-N-K-Y, porn star. So I changed it to P-Y-N-K-I-E. And I also saw that weird spelling that I just said in an Irish poem, like a weird Irish poem that I like. Oh, very nice. Well, that's a great origin story for the name. Yeah, that was long. Sorry. No, it's, <laughs> this is all great material and I'm glad there's no longer a porn association yeah. so everyone can just find your music straight up <laughs> and keep the two separate. But right. she's a good one though. You can check her out too. <laughs> everyone, Pinky recommends Pinky <laughs> for uh, X-rated things. But so just tell us a little bit about how you started playing music and writing your own songs. You're a solo artist. You're telling me you do have a backing band, the Rare Flowers, that play with you. Yeah. But your vibe seems to be more of a solo bedroom pop artist. How'd you get started? Well, I say that a lot. My friend Aaron, who's in the Rare Flowers, he, uh, when we were in college, I didn't start till I was like 19, which is fucking old, I feel like. A lot of people start when they're like 13, 14. And, uh, sorry, I cursed. Yeah, so he told me <laughs> that there's this thing called Audacity, which was like a free recording software. You probably know about it. And he showed me his uh, blue snowball mic, that little USB mic. And he was like, you can record music with this. Because he saw that I played guitar and sang, but I never like recorded shit. So I was like, I don't know how to go about doing that. So he showed me those things. And then I would just do it as a joke at first. Like, I made a song about cup noodles. You can find all these old, horrible songs on on Bandcamp. It's called Cacapella, like C-A-C-A-Pella. <laughs> and there's like a piece of poop, and that's like the, the album cover. <laughs> it was just, I didn't take myself seriously at all, but it was fun. That's cute, so. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started getting more serious when I was like 21-ish, so I guess. So you didn't really play in bands in high school or anything no. like that, or even in college? <laughs> it's always been no. you recording was, solo stuff yes and what attracted you originally because you're one of definitely recently and i'd say the last decade a lot of people have been drawn to writing and recording music themselves in their bedroom with free software things like that what originally like attracted you to doing that and deciding to just keep on doing it because you do have a lot of songs out there yeah, I really loved it the first time when I was doing it as a joke. Like, I didn't take myself seriously because that's hard. But I still I knew that I loved hearing what I can create by myself. I was like, oh, that's so cool. I can't believe I could do that so easily. All you have to do is press record, sing, and then you can layer it, sing on top of yourself, and you hear, like, five views doing harmonies, and it's just fun. So it was satisfying. So I kept it going, and I started taking it a little more seriously. When somebody hit me up to... Uh, <laughs> to record with them in their uh, studio. His name was Dylan. And he was like, hey, I have this studio in Brooklyn. You want to come record? I was like, okay. And when was that? 
That was when I was like 21. And what became of the songs you recorded with them? It, it, is that your first record that you yeah. just put out, Neo? Uh, Neotony. Neotony. Yeah. And that was just released in earlier this year, right? Yeah, in March. Oh, it, no, no, no. That was when the single was. It was released in June. June, that's what yeah. I thought. <laughs> and so were those songs that you were working on since you started taking it seriously, maybe since you were 21? Mm-hmm. I'm actually not sure how old you are, 23, 24? I'm 24, actually. 24, yeah. So <laughs> were, were those songs you've been working on for the last three or four years, or did you write them all recently, or they just come to you recently? A lot of them came more recently, because a lot of the songs I first started making back then, I scrapped them. I was like, eh. But yeah, most of the ones on the record came more recently. Some of them are oldies, though. <laughs> and so, but... You did record this in a studio. Yeah. That's this record. And how would Most you... Most of it. Not all of it, actually. How was that experience compared to you being the recorder, the producer, doing it all yourself, by yourself, working with someone else now? How'd you compare that experience? Did you like it? Yeah. It's way better. If you get along... <laughs> well, sometimes you fight with them. You know how it is. Every once in a while, you butt heads, but... Most of the time, he had really good ideas, and he would build off my stuff more than I ever could by myself. And he was, you know, he knew how to use all that crazy high-tech stuff that I never knew about. So definitely, uh, it added a lot of coolness. And I liked the real drums, as opposed to my shitty fake <laughs> drums. That has, a, that has a certain appeal, though, the fake drums. Yeah, you know, one of my songs a, still it, have it, it on there. It gives it a nice <laughs> vibe, though. Yeah, sometimes I like it, too, but I like a good real drum. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about Neoteny. What are the songs about? Uh, is it based on real life experiences or anything like that? Is there a theme to the record? Well, Neoteny, <laughs> I said it again. Neoteny means the retention of juvenile characteristics in the adult of a species. You know, like being a kid inside when you're older. I read that in a Tom Robbins book. Uh, it was really cool. It was called Still Life with Woodpecker. And I feel like every single page teaches you something about something completely new. Like, it's almost like somebody with mania started just writing and rambling, and, but they're really knowledgeable. And so I learned how to, like, make bombs. I learned about the association between, <laughs> like, women and the moon cycle. And I learned about neoteny and just other random things. I don't even remember what the premise of the book was. What's your write, songwriting process like, though? Do you kind of write like that, sort of throwing things together yes. and see what sticks? So that's or? another reason why I think I relate to that book, actually. And I didn't even put two and two together until just now. But that, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. <laughs> because the, the album's really patchy. Like, one, al- one song, like, they don't really all sound like they were recorded in the same place at the same time. You know how a lot of albums do. Because they weren't. It was all, like randomly recorded at different times in different places, but mostly in a studio, not always the same one. Uh, oh yeah, but I kind of didn't answer your question before. The, like, the, all the songs are about real life stuff and stuff that I think is pretty relatable, most of it. And a lot of them I mentioned being a kid inside or feeling like a kid at some point in most of the songs, so that kind of connects them. <laughs> Interesting. So... That seems to be an overall theme on the record, for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you still feel like a kid, you'd say? <laughs> or, Yeah, I'm pretty, uh, 
youthful. <laughs> uh, it's like I'm saying useful, but with a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm youthful. I don't know. Like, I just... I guess I never want to... There's a lot of characteristics that children have, like playfulness, creativity, good imaginations, stuff that you should carry throughout life. I agree completely. And the record's available on tape. Oh, right. yeah. I actually have one in my car for you. If you Thank want. you. I would love that. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. I'm, I love it. It's an awesome, awesome record. And it released on what I was able to figure out was a South Carolina-based tape label, Plastic Response. Oh, that was one of them. They co-released it with um, NAR, NAR Tapes. Tapes? Yeah. How'd that come about? Did they reach out to you about putting yeah. out your stuff? <laughs> yeah, NAR Tapes did. And they only knew me from SoundCloud. I wasn't really putting my music in too many places at the time, just SoundCloud. And they were like, hey, we like your stuff. We want to make tapes out of it. I was like, all right. <laughs> that's incredible. That's really, congratulations. That's awesome. That, and I love them. Yeah, They're that so someone cool. reach out to you from SoundCloud. So how important was SoundCloud to you? I know in the mainstream, they'll talk about SoundCloud rappers and yeah. stuff like that that have achieved more no notoriety. It definitely seems like people are taking notice of you and listening to your stuff a little more. Did you ever expect that to happen just by putting stuff on SoundCloud? Was that the original goal? No. <laughs> I thought SoundCloud was, you know, I wasn't going to go anywhere with that because, yeah, it's for rappers, not for, like, you know, anything else, really, or at least that's what I thought. I thought Bandcamp was more my thing, but I didn't really get Bandcamp. I don't know why. I was like, how are people ever going to find my shit? You can't even, like, look stuff up on there. How do you even find stuff <laughs> I sound like such a loser. I don't even get Bandcamp. So SoundCloud made more sense to me. It was more like social. So I was like, maybe uh, maybe I'll be able to discover more on here and I'll be able to be discovered a little more. But I didn't expect so much out of it. Yeah, it's great. Congratulations. <laughs> and when you first started using SoundCloud, were you able to connect with any other artists too yes, that you liked and that helped it. you too as well? Yeah. One of the first people that like messaged me and started being my little SoundCloud friend, <laughs> was uh, Mellow Fellow. I don't know if you know who that is. He's, like, from the Philippines. And he did a collaboration with Claro back in the day. He was kind of, like, well-known, kind of. And he was like, yeah, I mean, you're really cool, and blah, blah, blah. And then we were supposed to do some stuff together, but we never did. I never collab with people. Stuff always comes up. <laughs> that would be cool it's if you collab. You can do a intercontinental collaboration, right? Yeah, it would be cool. But something about it, I don't know. I don't really like it. And I don't want to let them down and make them wait too long because I'm always busy and I'm like trying to make my own stuff when I have my own free time, finally. So it's hard to do another thing on top of it, but I should make time for it. I'm just being a bitch. All good. <laughs> All good. You got to make time for yourself. Yeah, I barely have time for my because yeah. I get distracted a lot, so I have to factor that in. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's all good. Yeah. But cool. so, remainder of 2018, 2019, you're working on new songs, planning yeah. on releasing additional singles or another record, perhaps, or an EP. What's, what's on the agenda? Yeah, I definitely want to release another album within the next year or so. I've been writing new stuff and some old stuff I'm digging up from the grave. And I don't know, I think it'll be cool. And uh, what's, like certain labels have showed a little interest. Oh, so that's wonderful. I might be able to 
Get in there. Get a physical <laughs> release, any vinyl, that'd be amazing. Anything like I'd, that? I'd buy it in a minute. Yeah, I didn't Boom. have any cool label people reach out before, and I didn't really want to send stuff in because, I don't know. <laughs> and I like the people at Narjapes. Like, have you ever heard of Free yeah. Weed? And they're yeah. so funny. Yeah. And they're full of neoteny. That's I think it's appropriate. <laughs> I love your neoteny. They're it's, so funny. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Right. Oh, is that fantastic? That's all good. <laughs> it adds Sorry. to the character of the episode. One time I was doing an episode and I literally knocked over like 50 tapes. I just oh, kept it was only it in. three. It's all oh, good. Shit. So still good. But So you're digging up old songs. How often do you revisit old songs that maybe written part of, but oh, then yeah. you decide, I want to resurrect it and fine tune it? make it a little better and release it. How often do you find yourself doing something like that? A lot. Like I find old recordings on my, like, you know, voice memos and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that was a cool little idea from like forever ago. And then I try to build off it and sometimes it works out. And other times it just comes to me that day, <laughs> randomly, I don't know, from yeah. heaven. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like you're a really talented songwriter. That's incredible. And so you really, you weren't playing music at all before you were 19, 20 years old? I was playing guitar and guitar? just singing, okay. you know, the song Jane Says? Yeah, I would just song. sing Jane Says all the time. <laughs> and you'd play guitar and <laughs> sing Jane Says, the Jane's the Addiction time. song? <laughs> and I would sing, I would sing a lot more than I played guitar. I would just sing, like Alicia Keys, um, what's it called? Michael Jackson songs. <laughs> I don't know, anything that was like hard to sing. I would really want to get it down, like those high notes. <laughs> awesome. But I never made my own stuff until I was too old, <laughs> in my opinion. It's cool. Well, no, you're definitely not too old to, <laughs> to make your own stuff. I just wish I started back then. I don't yeah, know why. It's I all think. good. I think people that even are that are your age, I'm a little older. I'm not that much older than you, but I'm a little <laughs> bit older, okay. like 30. So oh, wow. people that are your age, I find... Anytime they look back at something they wrote when they were like 16, they're like, this sucks. <laughs> so don't worry. You just skipped all the sucky stuff. Yeah, I definitely just went straight sucked. for the good stuff. <laughs> so it's all good. I didn't have it in me back then. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to play a couple of songs for us live here on Look at My Records. What songs are you going to play for us? I'll play just like three, right? Yeah. So I'll play Looney Tune, Warm. And I guess do because that's like <laughs> awesome. Do one. is a great song. That's the hit. That's a smash hit. <laughs> it won't be as cool as the recording. It'll be stripped down, but you know. But it's I'll good. Do my best. Stripped down is good. <laughs> People are getting an authentic experience. All right. So Alrighty. here you go. You are not a prophet or a Talking, I smile and
don't you touch that dial stay tuned i really miss you my looney too you're like a little kid's balloon that just slipped out of his hand and now you're flying to the moon i know it's hard to think Even in your head anymore
by the sun In my tiny mind I'm hiding out Thinking about my Welcome back. Thank you, Lindsay slash Pinky, for playing three wonderfully beautiful songs for everyone. It is much appreciated. They sounded fantastic. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. You're the best. You're the best. Pooja's the best. <laughs> Pooja's the, the best. The three of us are the best right <laughs> here. Right here in this apartment. We're the best. <laughs> we sure are. But right now we're transitioning to the second portion of the program where you picked some records from my record collection yeah. and we're going to talk about them and play songs from them. You excited? You ready? Very. Okay. And this is quite the collection you have. Thank you. <laughs> it's I'm, pretty crazy. I'm very happy you enjoyed looking through it. First up, we got Velocity Girl, The Crazy Town single. The <gasps> B-side is Creepy. The song Creepy. It's not a creepy song, but it's <laughs> Called Creepy. This is a single from the Copacetic album. I believe it was released originally in 1993 on Sub Pop. And you're a big fan of this band, right, Velocity Girl? Yes, I love them so much. And how do you, do you remember when you first discovered them? How did you discover this band? Well, I looked up the, you know, soundtrack for Clueless. And that was, they have a song on there called, uh, what is it called? Sorry again. No, no, no. That's the famous one. There was some other song. Oh, I'm forgetting now. But they had a song in Clueless. And then I was like, oh, wow. So I looked at their other stuff because I really liked what I heard. And it turns out all their songs are fucking good. Yeah, they're really <laughs> not super 90s sounding band from the Washington, D.C. area. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, that. they're See? really good. I'm not a true good. fan yet. And 
I'm it's still kind of a new fan of theirs, but I love them so much. I don't even remember how I figured it out about this band because when it came out, I was very young, so yeah. I wasn't listening to it when it came <laughs> out. But it's always cool to discover stuff from, you know, either when before you were born that's not as well known or from when you're like me as a very small child. So, yeah. yeah. But so you picked the B-side, <laughs> Creepy, right? Yes, or... I actually like Crazy, Crazy Town. Town. I love Crazy, Crazy Town's Town. a fun song. I love it. You ever watch a music Crazy video? It's a good Town. one. It's a good one. Yeah, and they're like pushing each other. Yeah, they're in the, like the streets <laughs> at DC or whatever. It's I cool. Love them. Yeah, when you hear that song, it's a very sunny song, and you, I think of summer and stuff. Copacetic, the whole thing. It's just like you know, her voice is kind of drowned out, but she sounds like a Disney Disney princess singer <laughs> or something like in the. You know, underneath all this punk rock noise. Yeah. It's so cool. Such a good band. Really excellent pick. You knocked it out of the park <laughs> with this one. Great job. So we're going to hear Crazy Town. This is a seven-inch single. Great choice. Next up, the classic Radiohead album, Kid A. Oh, yeah. A billion people probably picked that one, but I couldn't pass it up. <laughs> it's... Highly influential album, so no one would ever blame you for picking it. It's great. I was one. The first time I ever listened to it in full was when I was, uh, I was like, seventeen or eighteen, maybe. And my stepmom was like, "Go get a job." Then she dropped me off in this town, and I was supposed to like walk around it and apply to all different stores. And I was listening to this on my album, and I mean, <laughs> on my iPod instead. This whole album. And just walking around aimlessly in this weird town that I've never been to. And it was so much fun. Yeah, that's really interesting. So when you hear that, you think of that, I'm, I'm guessing you think of that town when you hear this album. I, yeah, well, kind of. I was in my own little world, though. I wasn't even in that town anymore when I started. <laughs> I was like on some other planet. It was really cool. Just walking aimlessly listening. Do you have a favorite song on Kid A? Uh, probably Tree Fingers, even though it's <laughs> very, uh, what's the word? ethereal and you know great word i don't know there's a, there's a better word just something you would listen to maybe when you're meditating or something but i yeah. love it it's great stuff great pick so we got tree <laughs> fingers and then finally bell and sebastian tiger milk oh yeah you're a big fan <laughs> of bell and sebastian i love them and that's probably my my favorite album ever. Interesting. Which not is hard not to Boy pick. from the Arab Boy with the Arab Strap or no. any other ones. Tiger Milk. Tiger why, Milk. Why is Tiger Milk your favorite? Because I love every single song on it. <laughs> the other ones, like I, I at least like every song, but I don't love every song. This one, love them all. Good call. That's. <laughs> I'm, good I'm talking about the other Bill it. and Sebastian albums. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't listen to every song on all the albums, but this one, it's very, uh, it's copacetic. <laughs> <laughs> Turn, turning it all back to the first one you picked, Velocity Girl, because the name of that full length is Copacetic. And yeah, do you have any? <laughs> do you remember when you first listened to Bell and Sebastian, or how you got into them? Well, um, I'm gonna stop saying well now, but it's like the end anyway. But <laughs> when I was in like seventh grade, these older boys came to my house, and they were like cute skater boys and I was like oh yeah and they <laughs> I love them and they just downloaded a bunch of stuff from LimeWire onto my computer a bunch of like indie stuff that I didn't really know about yet I was still listening to Fall Out Boy yeah. and Panic at the Disco back then <laughs> and they downloaded all this new stuff and Bell and Sebastian was one of them 
and I fell in love immediately. Wow. That's a great story, too. That's always cool how to hear how people get into different stuff. I remember for me it was similar because in high school I was into all that stuff and yeah. fat rec cords and yeah. ska. And then when ska, I, got to I college, love ska. When I got to college, I got more into indie rock and Sonic Youth and stuff from like campus-wide file sharing and stuff. So it's always interesting to hear that stuff. So very nice story. But anyway, we're about to play your three picks. Great work. They were awesome picks. We're going to hear Velocity Girl, Crazy Town, off of this Velocity Girl 7-inch single. Radiohead, Tree Fingers, off of Kid A. And what song did you want to hear from Tiger Milk? Let's see. Hmm. Oh... Definitely the first one. Oh, wait, no. I don't love anyone because it has my favorite solo ever, even though it's low in the mix, this little awesome keyboard solo. I don't love anyone. All right, there we go. Lindsay <laughs> slash Pinky's Picks. Pinky's Picks. PP. Oh, yes. I actually have a thing called that on my Spotify, like a playlist that, you know how artists can make playlists called Pinky's Picks? There you go. <laughs> With the Y and the pick. <laughs> Yeah. You're so. about to hear some of Pinky's picks on Look at My Records. Thanks.
You just heard Pinky's picks. Just to remind you, it's Velocity Girl Radiohead and Bell and Sebastian. Three great picks. Pinky, you killed it. Unfortunately, our time's coming to a close right now. Sad oh, face. Man. Oh, man. We had so much fun. We had so much fun. I love it here. I'm moving in. <laughs> oh, just, welcome. You can sleep on the chair. Oh, Never mind. <laughs> but... But it was really a pleasure having you. Thanks so much for stopping by. You sounded great when you were playing live, and it was fun to chat with you. Thank you. Thank you. And just to remind everyone, everyone can get your music at pinky.bandcamp.com. Yeah, or you can just search Pinky, P-Y-N-K-I-E, on like any streaming site, and you'll find me, or Google. <laughs> and the cassette, because I just purchased the cassette, actually. You can oh, you get did? That through, yeah. Oh, I was going to give you a free one today. I'll take, I'll take it anyway. <laughs> but uh, 
Okay, so everyone, if they're interested in a, a cassette version of Neoteny, that's your debut album, they can get it at www.nartapes.com. <laughs> that's correct. Lindsay, thanks so much. We're going to send everyone off with one final song from Neoteny. What are we going to hear? Shrinking Violet. It's a beautiful song. I love it very much. Thank Thank you you. again, Lindsay, for coming. Everyone, enjoy Shrinking Violets. Until next time. (laughs) 